yeah, so I first joined to the game. Uh, it was a good year, wasn't it? It's like, it's there's, there was nothing, there was nothing bad about it at all. So, like, I can't actually complain. So if I, like I just need to be able to compare this year to like three or four others for me to like feel okay and understand my like my performance metric because I just don't have one yet. Like I know what I can do in a couple months, but I can't take those couple months as a sample size and extrapolate them for however many years. But if I did, like the growth would be quite significant in about four or five years like when you do the multiplier but yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> like yeah fam I, like yeah I just have to do another two years of this because this is my CV now like just having a portfolio and shit like oh, that's good and just working by myself is like a portfolio I don't I I know what I need. I know what I need. Okay. Let's start the official podcast. Card past. Card past. Card past. Pause, fam. Beloved, this is the culture and camaraderie podcast. The most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious, creative discussion. With my guy, Tiberius. Yes, yes. This is NY Typical along with LAX underscore ERA. It's the guy. <laughs> I was for waiting me. for you to go in. Oh, no, you was just taking time to even say your own name, fam. I said NY typical straight up, No, fam. you didn't, fam. I, no, because I was waiting for that. Like, oh, should we I pause thought, it and listen to it back? I thought we were going to bounce. No, wait. Did, did, did I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. No, you can, oh. <laughs> See, how are you losing track of what I just said? Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. Witty Rappelting. Big, 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 ping, ping. Hit up Black's era for all your production needs. needs. Yeah, see? You just flopped my flow, bruh. I had to fill you in. What's going- Don't blame uh, me for your flow, all right? No, you flopped my flow. You're your own man, you see me, boy. man. <laughs> um, yeah, man, what have you been saying this week? Any interesting there's nothing news? Else, there's nothing else to say. Do you say. know what? First, I want to I wanna plug something. I'm sorry, i got to come in straight with a plug. Straight off the bat, before you guys press that exit button, I need you to listen to this. So... 28th of November, me and the Sounds, uh, Sounds of Suede crew um, have a event going off at the King's Head Members Club on the 28th of November, yeah, in Dalston. So please come through, crazy lineup. We got everyone from Apollinaire, Comicamo, myself, Lolash. Um, we've got a host of other guests. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very, 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 very crazy cool um events so please come through yeah tate imogen's performing um bakari loads of other djs yeah so please come through tickets are in my link on my bio um so i'd love to see you there but yeah i just wanted to do that quickly drip car past uh that's amazing yeah i can't wait man really excited to go I well, it's not well. It's not first I, event, I don't, but this 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 launch is is gonna be a cool one. I don't. I feel like I'm first angled one. Really? Yeah, like I I really didn't put too much stuck in the fact that I'm facing this way and you're over there. Yeah. But now sh- I do. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Yeah. Wait. 
Yeah, fam, after that slide adjust me, I'm really out here being myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big pan, big man in the streets. If you didn't know, I'm tired, but I'm also in a silly mood today. Good. So, best mood to be in. Hopefully, this but, will be um, one of the more entertaining podcasts. We shall see. Let it be what like, it be. Unless, like, like I to- we totally hear a serious point and then. I'm gonna have to get serious. And it's just gonna happen, isn't it? <sighs> Good question. Like that. Yeah, man. Crazy cool. Yeah, a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. A lot going on. My year technically ended with that event, even though I'm going to either. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm not. I'm not putting any promises out there, but. Yeah, man, my book comes out um, on the twentieth of this month. So, yeah, pre-order my book if you haven't already. It's on the way. Yeah, fam, my book. Yeah, it's still like the one thing that I haven't done in the most efficient way is promote my book. Like that's like the one thing. Like it's not that. Um, even that I feel bad about it is that I didn't really make the book for promotional purposes like there can be other books for that this book was really um it was meant to it was meant to be like a footnote or like mm. um a bookmark for understanding it's more for documenting documenting would you say yeah it's like something that needed to happen but you know as a manager or as any as any person like I just feel like there's just that one part of me that's like if you're gonna have a book like at least promote it properly or even do all the things you know that you need to do because there'll be people that say um shit like uh what do people say again i forgot what people say people say stuff like um oh you don't need all of this you need like you don't need radio you don't need um newspapers you just need to um you know blah 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 but end of the day that like when you're new when you're up and coming those are really great outlets mm-hmm. no 100% like my, like my following or I should say um the way that I've grow, grown a base up until this point isn't um, public centric it's more interest interest centric so it's like um other people that are artists and I only just learnt that's like a bad model to have like you shouldn't really be artist facing really why not um what do you mean and, and what do you mean by artist facing so like um the people that I care I cared I should say to speak to and all whatnots is like just artists and stuff in it you know what I mean oh so okay hmm that's so, interesting what so do you yeah, mean like, do you mean with with regards to your personal work specifically oh, or just no. in general like um well here's my thing it's like my personal work is me as an artist so everything that I do is is like me centric so it's about me or from me or mm. of me so it doesn't have to do with me pleasing an audience 
and that's the way it's gonna stay but when i talk about artist centric or artist friendly i mean like the people that i follow are artists quote unquote or people that are doing business like they're not the general public and um like because i know like because i noticed that um artists don't talk to me about my work they talk to me about what i've done around my work mm, i remember you said yeah person that's in the chat okay yeah so, so okay because because to them do you think that's partially because to them that's the part that they've already got down or that's the part that they not not necessarily got down that's the part that they already know and have their own perspective and opinion on but what they've also seen the other side of what they've seen you done well is how you've gone about putting that out there which is the stuff that they may not feel as much to grips with oh no and the stuff know. that they they that that, that like um, that interests i'm trying more. to i'm trying to un- uh, well i'm not really trying to understand it i'm just trying to I'm trying to alleviate myself of all of that. Like that's that's to me that's just not fair. Wait, alleviate yourself of all of that. What just like it's just like fi- trying to figure that out is mm. just long. Like that's just long. Like really and truly, I don't know whether it's worth my time. Like because if I find out the answer, what am I going? What is it going to do with that, that knowledge? Like can I, I've been I've been that type of person a lot. Like recently, at, at least, like just figuring out why people do what they do. And being able to educate other people on that fact, but that isn't to say that that knowledge isn't like you know, like that's not general knowledge. That's like <clears throat> psychometrics, psychoanalytics. That's that's all the cycles. Like that's just understanding all the people. cycles. <laughs> that's just me understanding people and me like flexing that muscle of understanding people and you know that's kind of where i started you know because that with all the books like even that book on top of the stack about behaviorism it's like it's just everything that i did isn't it it's like um understanding people like understanding my behavior at first and like that's like three or four years well four years ago now understanding my behavior how my behavior affects my performance and me Mm. just continuing to understand like how i act so that i can perform at my best mm-hmm. that's like like that's the main reason why like i understood or tr- decided i was going to understand psychology in the first place like you know there's a lot of people that do personal development and stuff like that and like just read self-help books but mm-hmm. i was like but they're all they're all like um i, I don't want to use the term watered down but they're all de- they're all derived from psychological principles yeah there's like there's like um it's someone's it's someone's um perspective on an idea yeah exactly yeah there we go and not even just an idea like when you go deeper because it is quite quite watered down it's like Mm. it's like all the great things that have happened in psychology are in like doctor books like I prefer buying like the hundred pound book to understand what it is about psychology than the twelve pound book from the author who just took um a bunch of resources from that they knew they the could sell and they knew would be sellable over this one um psychological topic. Like mm. that's like yeah, cause I I realized that like three years ago that like, after I read like over a hundred books or whatnot like. I was like, as as I kept reading and reading, it was like, 
these topics aren't like I need I need I needed more juice for the squeeze basically. So I just like learned psychology. And that was like a fun escapade. That was a fun year. And like not psychology as a whole. Like I wouldn't say that I'm like I'm a professional uh, um even understanding psychology. What specifics was you looking just, at? Just um behaviour. How people behavioral act. psychology. Um, yeah, behaviour and performance. Like just in that like um trying like helping people get to like because obviously back then i thought i could help, help everyone so mm. um what but what kind of books did you uh just like i, I, I wasn't listening to their lectures and uh, oh you was or you wasn't i was i was oh, okay, i was okay. going to unis um have you got lectures mm. all of that stuff like i was really in it like um yeah Cause that to me, like all of that, all of that educational stuff is fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's <laughs> like I just feel like anything that I'm doing right now is just like um, it's part of education. Mm. So in my mind right now, everything that I do has to do with educating another party and entertaining another party. Because this type of format that we're using is entertainment but using it for educational purposes and i don't know man like i don't know why people would listen to me but uh Mm. you know some may do some may not but uh yeah it's fun to do this at this present moment in time so what what would you say some like key things that you've come across or key whether that be books or lectures that you like that sort of were the foundation of this approach that well not the foundation of this approach but you found most useful aside taking away all the like the other personal development watered down uh quotation mark stuff but 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 what what, yeah no it is it is it is but but you know what i mean what what is the stuff at what's the stuff that you found foundational what what is the more foundational things in psychology that you uh, that you came across that spoke to these principles um like um obviously i've got a bf skinner like under his tutelage um maxwell Maltz. he's also a good guy like that's also a personal development book like he's also got a personal development book um psycho cybernetics that's oh actually, i've heard about that that's actually a book on performance and understand and self imaging so mm. like um because you know how i said like i forget what episode it is now like we've got 18 of these <laughs> but um i like when i look at myself in the mirror i see a handsome young athletic man but when people look at me they see something different mm-hmm. And there was also there was obviously a distance between that. Obviously, like um, I don't know whether people find me handsome, but I know there's a general understanding that my looks can be considered good. <laughs> so that's like, or that, or depending on who you are, and depending on what you're looking for in a person, in another person or a man to think they're attractive. So um, yeah. But my personal self imaging, like. I see myself as muscular, other people see myself as skinny, like, understanding the, like, well, 
I understood later, two years down the line or three years down the line, the disparity between what I think of myself and what other people think of myself. Mm. And then I realised that other people look at themselves, like, you know how you can have body dysmorphia and, like, mm-hmm. think you're fat? Like, even though you've, like, lost a tremendous amount of weight or whatnot. Mm. Like, that type of stuff, like, and me, my self-imaging has also always been awesome. Mm. Whereby, whereas, like, other people's hasn't. Mm. And I constantly speak to myself, right? Like, and I speak to myself in an affirming way, like, we spoke about before and uh, mm-hmm. but i also speak to myself in a critical way mm. so i've got the two i'm like i understand look you're a good person you're not bad you just need to learn some things and then i go through those that critical analysis and stuff like um like um that like i constantly like i really break down every single psychological pass of something that i deem to be bad within myself and then mm. I try and figure out why I do that, understand the history of that, and then I bring it back to present day and say, okay, this is why I do this. This is what I should be doing instead. But um, that's that's about self imaging and like that's a little tangent. But um, really, mm. like yeah, because to, to bring it back, yeah, and you'd say this is something that what cyber psycho cybernetics. Uh, it was it's good for that, but like really and truly, you need like either a doctor to help you through or just like learn through the books that i learned Re- well learn through the like thesis that i read or stuff like that like you can't you can't well you can change your self-image but um you need help or you just need to mm. understand self-imaging or like but a lot of people aren't gonna go through that learning process mm. of understanding what is self-image and how to change it it's like it's but it's the basic principle is like um when you're a smoker you change from being a smoker to seeing yourself as a to as, yeah. yeah to seeing yourself like as someone, someone who that goes to the gym or something yeah, yeah so you see smoke you have to see smoking as deplorable unhealthy terrible like um that's a good there's a good topic so like um you know how like when people find religion or something mm-hmm. and they look at all the people that they were friends with and then like they're really heavily critical of those friends that they were with before. Oh uh, yeah, okay. So yeah. they look at the, so they look at their old life and be like, "Wow, that's terrible. That's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. That's." And then they try and change. Or not even necessarily that bad, but you just see no, them no, no. as those people worse. People look at the, their old life as disgusting, and it's just, it's like what Kanye is doing now. It's like mm. um, he just sees his old life and like um, making like just having having Sharon Kim's image so like fervently yeah just like permeating throughout the whole whole culture and then now he's like oh I don't want her to be naked I don't want her to be as revealing as now and like you know that's that's what that's how different self-imaging goes like and that's like the psychological switch so you have so yeah and um one that is not a psychological thing right or a psychology thing that I learned straight from psychology is understanding my negative talk. Mm-hmm. So you have to that like I I, I te- I've taught this to about two or three people, but um, or I told it to two or three people. I don't know whether they um utilize it, but basically close your eyes, you relax yourself, and then you imagine 
all your negative talk mm-hmm. as a massive, massive ball. Like, well, as big as it is. So if you speak negative to yourself, like, bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you're just like calling yourself a dick, like, oh man, I'm so yeah, rubbish yeah. at this, I'm so rubbish at that, yeah. I can't do this. Oh, people look at me as that. Like, all of that yeah. stuff. You Like, just, like, I, I personally imagine it as a ball. You can imagine anything that you, that you want, but like, depending on how much you do of it depends on how big it is and scale to you and then i look at my positive talk so what you imagine it as like a per as as an actual can, being yeah you can that's you what have you to imagine yes yeah, so it's part of a psychology thing but mm. i didn't learn it from psychology so like um you imagine that negative talk as a as a like you can not not a physical essence you can have it as a physical essence mm. like psychologists will tell you to like draw it out what does so, this thing look like in your mind so stuff? it's essentially separating that whole thing from just your identity yeah, as an individual yeah. is the essential then, essence of it and then I, the the secondary thing that i do is i imagine i imagine my positive talk so my negative talk like let's say you've been doing it for 20 years or 30 years or whatnot that isn't going to change that's 30 years worth of negative yeah talk. and this little tiny seed is your positive talk Mm. So now you can't change that massive negative talk because that's your history. But what you can do is transmute it into um, positive talk. So you can't change that, but you can put your energy into the positive. So like, you know, when um, they do those tests or like when they talk to flowers or like, um, yeah, so you speak um, that positive talk into growth mm-hmm. and then you make it bigger. Like I imagine it like a sun. So you keep speaking to your little son in your heart well i call it hope but um you keep speaking like that the um i feel is the would the emotion be called hope i don't know but mm. I, like my hope is that it grows my hope mm. for better my hope for change my hope for um greater things grows mm. and it has to and you have to get to a point where you outsize that positive one of the negative mm. so you it's work sure. it's work it's yeah, work so you have to work for the positive and then you have to mm. like then you start catching yourself um thinking negative and then you have to mm. change it i think it was important for you to say though it's like having a doctor and someone there to um sort of help you through the process to a certain extent and just doing your best to sort of educate yeah. yourself on it for yourself because when you can't see anything else other than that it's like me i'm i'm the worst for it my negative self-talk is just wild um yeah and ever since i think the first time i ever really noticed it consciously yeah. was when i was in uni that's when i started okay, reading loads of like books like self-help books and stuff like that i was like because i started questioning like am i just depressed and then um yeah for the following years after that it was kind of like it seemed like all I had to do was do the things was <laughs> almost in my head it was like read these books do all these things that kind of challenge myself and um, make and and always sort of strive to make myself better but the funny thing is and a big problem like from when I was through uni even afterwards the biggest problem that I had was the whole thing of following through on all the things that I wanted to do and I never completed I was was great at starting I had all these mad ideas and things like that but 
where I this this negative self talk would get in the way, and in a, in a sort of subtle and inconspicuous way, because what I would do yeah. is I would make it a thing of. It's like we had this conversation before. One big fear I always had was being delusional about things. Yeah. And what I had done is I'd changed that negative self self talk into something that was the gauge for whether or not I was moving in the right direction, doing the right thing, taking the right action steps. And so instead of me being able to identify it and go, no, that's negative self-talk or whatever, yeah. it became a thing that I thought that I needed. Like without it, yeah. I was going to be... Um, I was You're going to be kidding yourself. I'm going to be kidding myself. I'm going to end up... I'm going to wake up in like five years' time and be in this place where I'm like, what the hell was I doing? What did I think I was doing? But in reverse, I've kind of unknowingly moved in a way that I haven't... I've, I've veered away from all the things that I would have been proud to have completed by now because of that negative self talk. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so but it's interesting wait, because wait, wait, wait. Say because that again, please. I veered I veered away from yeah. a lot of the things before I I got a chance to fully complete or realize certain things. Yeah. I veered away from them before I've got to complete them because of okay, the way yeah. I've talked to myself. Yeah. Because I've seen this thing as a necessity as opposed to yeah. something that's not actually who I am. And yeah. it's and it's interesting because only only now I'm, I'm, I've actually in the past it's funny because I went on this like meditation retreat yeah and um, I would say it was before it was because uh, that was kind of like the most intense bit of meditation I've done before that I'd been meditating and stuff yeah but um, was that the silent one yeah 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 and I'd think it was sort of after that I'd really started to realise like how to separate and it's not necessarily that that was the thing like a whoa like my my life completely changed but it was from that point i actually could get a sense and a feel for how to go oh wait a minute the things that i'm thinking aren't me if that makes sense like the thoughts that come into my head yeah these these bad thoughts mm. aren't necessarily me yeah and it's once you separate like like there's a thing you uh, that happens when you realize that that you go oh wow and it's almost as if the feeling that you're feeling having that thought kind of almost immediately disperses it's not that it goes when you feel like great all of a sudden but it's like you go oh wait a minute that was just my head go doing bits mm. you know and yeah. like <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's crazy it's crazy bit, like cause it's crazy with me like that happened that happened I can't say that it's past because like mm. you're always gonna have that, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. squashing that and destroying that, like mm. literally destroying it. Like I mean that in the most honest way. You mm. have to destroy it. You have to like know that that's an evil part of your like. That's just a part mm. of your mind that is gonna exist because of how humans have been um, evolved and you know blah blah blah. Like mm. all of that, you need to survive stuff. But yeah. when it's like. Like, with me, it's, like, always been what other people are going to think about me. Mm. Like, it's never been what I think of myself. Like, everything I've thought about myself has been positive. It's, like, but mm. when it's, like, oh, what does society think about me? What, like, 
yeah. how are people even looking at me? Like, I thought, yeah. like, I, I, like, I was probably even going around life with rose-coloured glasses until, like, even this year, just thinking everything was cool. You know, I'm running, like, I'm running around, I'm doing, like, I'm helping other people, thinking I'm helping other people, at least, and, like, and doing... And then, what you're... Yeah. Rece- yeah, it's, like, how you see yourself is just completely incongruent with the way you're being treated yeah. in the world, and it's, yeah. And, like, I, and, and, like, a lot of like a lot of scenario like because at last before i would come up with scenarios in my mind like and this is like the creative part of my mind so i would think of all these ways in which um things can happen and possibly will happen or mm. what an uh, another person would be thinking of me a lot like just bit like i would just think so much about damn this person must think of me it's it like uh and like um but that can that may possibly not ever be the case exactly yeah yeah until like you actually <laughs> ask that person yeah it's a fact so it's like i had to i had to be like yo 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 you're just thinking <laughs> like you like you're remember you you're don't a even script know. writer you're creative you like you come up with these scenarios you make you make a world in your mind that's crazy because that's what you do as a job so you gotta get out like because that's like because there's that and then there's being schizophrenic mm. so your work the world in your mind becomes reality and that's like and that's when people have psychotic breaks well yes yeah, like so neurosis to, it's like they say neurosis becomes psychosis so like, isn't like, it? yeah like right now like well at least back then it's like my mind is elastic i can do bare things with it i can stretch it, i can move it and like i can think of a lot of those negative things and it'll be fine but like when mm. your mind starts like stiffening up and like understanding its perspective of the world you can destroy that like it becomes like glass it becomes uh, not brittle but like um you know like non-newtonian fluid no no no. okay you know like um freshers (laughs) like refreshers those little gummies sweets yeah yeah, that like they're soft when you move them like slowly and like hard when you um hit them okay yeah so like it can be like that so when you move it slowly when you massage it when you like meditate or whatnot like you do it daily you can really really like figure out okay this is this and that is that when you're older right Mm. but if you like really try and shift your mind faster and harder than it can be it's like it's like you can pull a muscle in your mind and become schizophrenic you can go crazy and like this is this is like um when all of these celebrities like go to hospital they get um they get institutionalized all of these things right so what would you say that's because what they're doing is the the life that they thought they who they thought they were and yeah and it's it's, it's like, so hard it's being a celebrity because like you've when, got this thing when, not just yeah. not just what you think you should be but you're getting this image of yourself imposed upon you as well yeah and and you kind of like that because you're seeing how everyone's wanting you to be that thing exactly. so you embody that but then you slowly start to realize as you grow and change you don't want to be that like it's not necessarily that you don't want to be that but that's not you <laughs> it's not it's not necessarily who you are it might be an aspect of what you are because of your talents and how you relate to people who also do that or what you speak about but it's not the entirety of who you are yeah, and when you're expected this, like, to it's crazy yeah think about this it's like when you think a lot of people love you right yeah and like um you know you got that one negative person that comes down and you start dwelling on that one negative person and whatnot but let's say you have a bunch of people that love you and then suddenly 
this whole group becomes death threats and like celebrity you know how celebrities get death threats and stuff like so you have a hundred like when it comes to like cancelling a celebrity or whatnot mm. you've got like hundreds and hundreds of people saying you should die you're terrible you're all of this and like you can handle that one person in your mind but imagine you have this image of yourself thinking you're a good person you're honest you're god-fearing you're whatever it is whatever the positives are and then this massive wave of negativity comes and smashes all the windows in your house Mm. that is what a psychotic break is like almost Mm. so it's like figure like just understanding that and like being like understanding your self-image can be malleable but you have to slowly massage and slowly like keep like because this is like a, a mental age like we're not really going well going to wars of ideas rather than wars of like physical strength so it has to be mental strength that everybody has to have Mm -hmm. or like at least everybody that follows your ideals has Mm. to have and all of that stuff so the generals are going to be like the influencers and you know the sergeant majors are going to be all of the people that are politicians it's about no shortcuts isn't it yeah well i don't know what that means well well okay that that was probably need to explain well i feel like because in the past and the reason why it's like it's it's the stuff like why the and this is just a this is just completely opinion on just the way i look at how history and the world the way the world is now in context of what you just said and what uh it's going to take in uh moving forward just within industry and society and culture like it's been a lot about oh wait two seconds just putting the time on so we can see how much time we are at oh yeah okay bloody good, hell. Good, good, good. oh but we also got to remember we've done that bit at the beginning yeah um that's fine uh yeah like when the sort of like when industries were emerging like in the sort of latter half of the 20 so this is your personal perspective yeah yeah this just okay. like if i just think about it just the way that i look at it as sort of industries and technology has emerged over the last like 40 50 years and how that's changed like it's it's been a case of as 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 uh capitalism became a thing where it was it was and it is solely about making money but there's there's this thing embedded of it was just make doing making shortcuts making doing shortcuts to make as much money as possible and and put in the the ethics and the heart and soul of what you might be creating who you're creating it for to the side um just to sort of advance in in a in a corporate environment things like the the crash happening um and and all these and the way these things are within because i don't see capitalism as bad it's just at the heart of what it's like anything you do you can either do it in a bad way you can do it in a good way and the way that a lot of people especially people on who are very left-leaning see capitalism as as hell as as this terrible terrible thing that needs to be be destroyed and it's mm. like a very big narrative that's that's going it's around today that's totally different. yeah like, well yeah. you know what i mean like that's why like, i say like far left yeah like, and yeah i i, I yeah like yeah i just i feel like because i'm hella left-leaning 
Mandela. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I would say I'm left-leaning as well, but it's... I, f- I feel like it's just a case of even when it comes to the individual... Because just going on from what we were talking about before, like the individual process of... You can you can take you can go through life thinking in terms of I just need to get from this point to this point and it everything will be okay. Because I'm thinking of this more in a ph- philosophical sense, not even in a, a political or um, corporate sense. I'm talking about it just more in a philosophical sense. Okay. Um, Adam Smith things, if you know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> um, but Godfather of Cabinet. Yeah. Like, carry on. I um. <laughs> I just think in life, and with with anything we do, there's always we can take the shortest route, and we sacrifice, and we sacrifice, or we take the route that will give us the most meaning, regardless of how hard it may be and i think because of how as we say we live in a time of luxury how much we live in a time of luxury yeah. it's i think the biggest battle is is going to be how as as a society we sort of overcome the things that hold us down as individuals within ourselves the sort of internal struggles and how as a society we have the tools to tools to do that Like, cause, mm. yeah, I, like my my mind's on that. It's like growing and expanding and stuff. So it's really it's really hard to like. It's like it's like an like cause um when I was a kid and stuff, and when I say kid, I mean like twenty two, twenty twenty one mm-hmm. and stuff. I realized that everybody was like, like you remember Coney twenty twelve and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was like when I really realized that everybody was like was taking up political stance so early so weird, yeah. and like i was like everybody's like doing p- politics 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 like just really caning it off and just like creating an idea in their mind of what things should be really early on without understanding everything as a whole right mm. and then like um i don't know i just felt that was really destructive like just being like taking a stance super duper early so I took to understanding everything first and then start creating political stances or then start creating that like, because that's how I that's how I see it. It's like I have a philosophical stance and I have like an economic stance. So um, there's two great powers in this world, isn't it? It's like influence and money. So um, you can either be real you can really have a high influence and you can have a high money and like mm. you can like basically change the dynamic of the world and whatnot mm-hmm. that goes into like a, that's a essay that i recently wrote actually but i haven't i haven't published it at all i'll publish it soon but um yeah so i was i've decided i was gonna create my philosophical stance i was like what is my personal philosophy so I had to understand psychology, then I had to sta- understand economics, and like and I had to understand science and future sciences, so tech and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that I understood, okay, what's the landscape? What's the 
um and then forecast what's going to be around and then what who am i and then i had to figure i had to figure that out and it's like i'm t- i'm deep into my 20s and i haven't really done much economically mm-hmm. so like re- right now i'm doing stuff economically but this is like the first year that i really like took not even a whole year because i only started like thinking about my economics about in june or stuff what do you mean study actually studying either, or your own no, personal like, economics like making economics so like money mm. like actually making money making economics like what what how am I going to earn my money how am I going to earn my place in this society how am I going to help my community with the money that I can make because there's it's all on well being a speaker and stuff like that but there's another great influence or there's another great power in the world and it's called money mm. right so you have like you have well that's why I say and it's like you have to understand your philosophical stance first mm. and that's your influence that's your words that's mm. how you carry yourself like are you gonna be like how what's part of your foundation is it um it's like because you can't have politics part of your foundation first of all you have like it has to be something real tangible like it's and then you know people politicize religion and all of that stuff but that's another conversation but is religion part of your foundation is that part of your philosophy and you know religion can't be your whole philosophy so you have to mm. figure out all of these other other places that and like how you're gonna approach like other people so you have to figure that out is it gonna be aggressive or are you gonna be like forceful and stuff like that and like how are you gonna work through your religion and stuff mm. that's influence that's um that's your words that's your philosophy and then i understood uh damn this is my serious <laughs> and then i had to like figure out well not even figure out like i figured it out like, when i was learning economics and like how to how the world works around money which is a lot of what people don't understand and then you have to figure out okay my influence or my power of my word and my philosophy is quite high it's quite stable okay what's my power and my money how can i create my money how can i create a stable income for myself so that i can be self-sustaining because a lot of what you want to do is be self-sustaining and not not talking about oh so you can um have whatever politics that you want and blah 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 but you really just want to be able to live have a comfortable life and like not break psychologically because you can't stand yourself economically Mm. because Mm. if you can't stand yourself economically that means you're constantly stressed you're constantly at battle with yourself you keep figuring out it's like um a lot of guys when they're like uncomfortable with um their woman making more money than them mm. or uncomfortable with other people making more money than them or their friends making more money than them and all of that stuff it's like mm. they don't understand economics and like how the value system actually works mm. and that's just another that's part of like my psychologicals going back but it's understanding what is your economics and how are you going to create influence? How how are you going to mm. continue to give the system more value so that the people can um, promote your value so that you can continually give back? So the long game so as opposed to, to the short game, would you say? Uh, no, like, I, like I'm playing the long game on economics, but you can play the short game. You can 100%... Mm. You can still do that. It's just as important. You can for, I'm going to make as much money as I can first and then i'm gonna figure out who i am later which is what a lot of people do they figure out oh i want to be this type of person in society because you know a lot like there's many people who um try to get to the top of the company or try and sell as much as they can as much Mm. products as they can or 
try and create a massive service so that a lot of people can use it and like sell that off and stuff but and like just people make companies so that they can sell it so that they can be comfortable mm. and then they figure out what they want to do with themselves and that is a route you can take but i didn't want to be doing all of that stuff into my 40s and like being well into my 40s not understanding who i am as a person mm. and that's just part of uh, and that's why i started my economic like real my economic journey later because i needed to understand the two great powers which is influence and money mm. well in, yeah influence and money because de- like then i can create okay what what is my philosophy around money and then and then it's like okay now i can think about oh so what's my philosophy around taxes and all of that stuff and then i figure out oh i want to be making this amount because i need to be able to do this and i want to create this this many jobs so i need to make this amount of money so that um i can have those jobs so i have to add value within myself so that i can put the value outwards Mm -hmm. and understanding okay you can sell your services but are you ready to sell your services do you have the right tools at your disposal disposal to sell those type of services now Mm. and yeah that's just um a massive part of um a lot of a lot of the things that i'm thinking about right now when it comes to just the landscape but that's that's so uh, that is so so like that is so deep and that's so like it's so much and Mm. it's like outside of that i'm more so the type of person that wants to just create more things and obviously being an artist is really hard to create and it's really like it's just trash like it's it's not it's not a great economic factor so you have to your influence has to precede you Mm. and a lot of people put their when you talk about influence are you talking about fame or you are you talking about from a different sort of angle influence like it can be breaking broken down into many many different categories so when okay so what what do you what do you mean when you speak of influence what do i mean yeah what do you like when you when you say because we already because when you say economically we can we understand what you mean but when you say influence my philosophy and how i interact with other people Mm. so who am i as a person well actually on my wife (laughs) <laughs> okay so if i if i decide that um i cheat on my girl let's say not even my wife but just on a normal basis if that, i cheat on my girl or if i'm just like that's a part cheater, of you you don't see anything wrong with if, that yeah if i'm just a cheater then i'm gonna be hanging around cheaters that's my circle if um i'm gonna be one of those people that um that is really detrimental to the black community or just black women as um a specific factor then okay so i don't steam black women beautiful so then i'm part of this part of community and that's going to be part of my influence on the community Mm. and this is how people are going to perceive me because of that so understanding both sides understanding the um the cause and the reaction and all of that stuff so what so what i'm at and then like um as a black man my my existence is politicized so i have to step out of that and really understand me as a human being first Mm -hmm. so what is who am i as a person before i start saying 
but before I start speaking and and um and how much do I understand the ramifications of me doing this with the skin that I'm walking in mm. so I have to fully understand all of those things first so that when I speak to society or when I have a podcast and I'm speaking it's like I understand exactly what I'm doing to the world by mm. speaking these things mm. so it's un- that and that and your influence it can be it can be your immediate circle it's like when I was saying uh, I think it was on episode 10 or 9 or something it was like um are you a valued men- member in your community mm. do like do you know your neighbors names like are you are you like nice to them are they nice to you mm. what um what type of relationship do you have with them do they do they feel joy when they look at you because when your neighbor sees you that's going to affect their day and your day mm-hmm. so what type of influence what type of thing are you putting out into this world and you gotta fully realize that and understand that and say okay what i'm doing here is either good or bad or i don't care about what other people think and that's part of your philosophy so whether people think this or think that then you don't give a toss you're just gonna do it anyways mm-hmm. and that is part of your philosophy but and you don't care about the ramifications of your actions so you're going to be acting in that certain type of way and your influence and the way that you put your perceived and everything you put out on today is going to be an i don't care attitude mm-hmm. so yeah that's like that's that's like just a little bit of um understanding influence in general all right okay sick um next topic do you want to talk about finding your tribe uh, that's a good yeah little uh yeah little segue yeah so um yeah what made you post that what made you post that yeah because um that's about influence again in it it's like mm. um it's about understanding okay so this is the type of person i am right mm-hmm. okay so who am i bringing around me and stuff Mm-hmm. like what what type of wealth am i adding to the people around yeah me. so and like <clears throat> because i wrote um starting from the top down as well so it's like do i want people to work for me like how much how much work am i willing to do as a person so that i'm acting in a certain type of way that i care about right mm-hmm. so um, let me put. Let me see if I can put that in a more simple way, because like, I'm I'm really in a deep mode right now. I didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I was literally thinking the same thing. Um, damn. Earlier. Wait, let me try and break this down, like simply. Um. Layman's. I, layman's. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm using my speaker voice. <laughs> uh, being like, just be like, so if I'm myself, right? And I'm, <laughs> see, I can't even do it. I'm trying, I'm really, like, I'm really trying to, like, just be be simple. But I'm, I like, when I start, when I get my philosophical, nah, that's like, cool, it's cool. It hits. We'll make it work. All right, so I'm me. I, like this is the amount of work that I want to put in this is the type mm-hmm. of performance that I want to do right so do I want people to work for me do I want people to pull my weight around for me so start that's starting from the bottom up so making like having people do work so that you don't have to do work right or starting from the top down so you're doing all the work but you want someone beside you to be like 
okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Like, you can do it. Mm. You can do whatever they're doing yourself. But they're, they're greater at that thing. So you make sure you have them do that. And you focus on what you're great at. And you're working in partnership. You're working in tandem and everything. And, like, that's that's when that's when you're starting from the top down. Mm. So that's, like, and when you start building like that or, like, when you just have that mindset of that's part of your philosophy then that's the type of people you're going to bring around you so it's either because i know the type of person i am and it's like i i was a charismatic leader before i was anywhere near philosophical or anywhere near stoic Mm -hmm. to what i am now so i like i i could have had people just working for me like i like i was able to draw people in and like before even before i was able to find talent i was able to draw people in so and so i had to figure that out like i had to make sure that i was just like doing my job right so instead of even learning how to find talent i just said yo calm down figure this out figure out like figure out your speech understand who you are mm-hmm. and does your performance even ma- i don't even know why i thought that like because i could have had bare people working for me early on mm. but I just had to, I just thought to myself does my performance match what your, I expect yeah. of people what no what I expect of myself oh what you so, expect of yourself like if I because I, I like, I've just always heard this thing where if someone can do that then I can do that mm. so I've had that kind of understanding it's like oh if someone's doing that then I can do it if I look at someone and say okay so they put this person has this that and that aspect of themselves right and they're doing this job so that means that, yeah, if they can do that and I have those same aspects with it myself, then I can do that as well, right? And uh, and that and that's just like one of those things that you know a couple like a good ten percent of society has that where where it's like, oh, if that person's great at this and that, and you can see yourself in them, then you know you feel you can do it. But there's this other part is like, am I the greatest at this thing? that I'm helping out that I'm doing and stuff like um and I had to say to myself I need to perform at the highest level of this like I don't I don't know why I cared about that I I really don't I but I just had to I just had to be to myself and just be like yo I want you to be the best like I wanted myself to be the best I wanted mm. myself to be able to break down every aspect of a job so that when I give it to someone, it's like, I'm doing, like, I can do that. I can do this job better than you. Mm. But I'm giving you the reins so that you can lead in this job. Mm. So, like, um, and, like, being okay with, and that's, like, being okay with giving power to someone as well. Because it's understanding that you're, you're, you're giving away responsibility. Mm. And responsibility is influence, right? Mm. So that's... And that's just the way that I just see. Um, but is that also part is part of that philosophy? I guess if regardless of what happens to said person, or if person isn't able to fulfil that role, it's not even with the expectation of that, but the contingency of, regardless of what happens, I'm able to do said thing, hmm. until someone is able to uh, do that. Like like it's it's the essence of. Because look, obviously, as things the things that you do get bigger, um, 
or, or not even necessarily that you do it, but you know, regardless of what happens, what needs to be done in that, whether that be you need someone to fill that spot, you need to guide someone into that spot, you need to, uh, um, you know exactly what you're looking for when replacing uh, that position or getting that position filled. Like you, you just know what needs to be done for that. Uh, like I've just I've just been a part of the process. I don't know whether it's any of those things, but I've just been a massive part of the process. Mm. I've always cared about the process. I've always cared about pipeline methodology. Mm-hmm. I've always tr- tried to care about automation when I learned about that and stuff. So I really cared about each job being done to the best of my ability because just just in me understanding, if a job is being done to its best of the ability, then I can sell it to the best of my ability because I know this work is being done in the best, best yeah. way possible. And you can feel confident and of what you're, yeah, you're put given. Yeah, so if it's like my performance is high, I can talk anywhere about that because my performance is high. The, mm. the, the whatever my business is doing is great. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's just that, that just subtle care, like that care that's being put into everything that I'm doing. Or not even just everything that I'm doing, just like things that are being done around me. So I care about the things that are happening. And then it's like, even if I can do that job better, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, me me being able to do something better, it doesn't matter at all. It's whether or not um, I can trust somebody. And then whether or not that job can be done outside of me. Mm. And because I want to produce be a producer of jobs i have to um be able to be comfortable early on even from the beginning to be able to say okay i can i can trust this person to do that and that that's um that's part of everything that um i do so it's like me being able to trust my friend to like um back me or being able to trust my family to back me or just care that i'm doing this and i'm mm-hmm. doing that and like i know and everybody knows what i'm doing so that we're so we're confident so when i leave my house i'm confident mm. so i'm like if i'm co- like because i realize that it can't just be you like well this is just my personal philosophy it can't just be me what do you mean like it in- can't it can't just be me that's doing great having money earning the most in the house or whatnot it's like i can't have that mm. i can't have it just be me I can't have there be a disparity between me and the people around me. Like there was so, there's something that I heard the other day and it's like, look at the fruit this tree bears. So, um, and this was like, let's talk about Kanye. It's like, Kanye has Don C, he has um, Virgil Abloh, he has, um, what's his name again? Uh, that that jigger that's... Um, name i always forget uh the guy from fear of god um yeah salehi bembry like he's a trainer designer and stuff he worked for yeezy first like and that's the fruit of kanye's tree and let's think about that kanye's influence because we're artists at the end of the day so you have to think about the influence it's like Mm. you've got chance the rapper you've got drake you've got um you've got kendrick lamar like all of these introspective artists that think about the society around them and what they're talking about so it's like that and so that's just the care so if i'm doing this work to the best of my ability and my care is high and whatnot and my philosophy like just on my personal philosophy because not maybe because i'm an artist 
but mostly because this is just the way that I am. Mm-hmm. It's like if everything around me is just on point, then I can be confident that everybody around me can be on point as well. And I can be confident to say, look, my team is A1. Like we, we're not do like, even if it's, even if the job is fun, like we don't do it for just the fun sake. We do it because mm. we know we're the best at this. That's like, like that's always been like, just, just my, my personal aspect of the world. It's like, I have to be able to be the best. I have to, yeah. <laughs> we had a word for uh, one podcast where I was just like, I was just thinking about being the best and like just, just like that's just like I've just had this um almost hypnotic statement, understanding like I have to keep performing, at least perform like not just performing, but like and not just churning out content needlessly, but having the best possible content out there. Mm-hmm and just creating the most mm. and well not creating the most but creating the best and if that means in quantity and everything like that the quality will be high and a1 regardless mm. that's why like that's and um, but you're the, you you're saying that's that when it comes to your tribe you want to ensure that first i guess because with what you were saying is you want to make sure you're doing the most that you are doing as you would like your tribe to be. Yeah, yeah, you, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you, yeah. you are doing as you as you wish the people in your tribe to move and operate. And damn, I wish I said that. <laughs> damn, I went on a ten minute run. <laughs> <laughs> I said layman's, bro. No, um, no, it's cool. Um, um but but yeah. it's 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 interesting because. We always talk about this, like when when you don't when you don't have a certain way of thinking or philosophy in place, it can it can get that it 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 can become a thing where the people that you are doing these things with aren't in sync. Yeah, people aren't in sync. People are doing things or making moves or discussing things or you know what I mean. So when when you do uh, work on something with someone you have two completely different ideas of Man, like, of what it is that you're trying to do that scared me so much mm. it's like and the thing is it's not even it's like if the like when we're talking about the end result and you yeah. have two completely different ideas then like and you're saying the exact same thing but you're imagining In two, two different things yeah, yeah two existences it's like it will just like and I know that um the way I think it's mm. 0.01% it's like mm. it's like a lot of people will think like when they're artists and stuff and like they want to make things it's about making money and like having fun being or, sick like be, being viewed as the guy no no something. people don't think that people think about making money and they don't think they don't care about being the best and doing the best work I know that now as a fact it's like they care about making money and having a lot of fun with it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I you, think there's an element of wanting to be like, oh, he's sick. Know. Like you know, I mean, he's he does this and he does that, because that comes who? along with the money. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Okay. Who are we talking? Okay. Who are you talking about? 
because I'm, I'm just about talking the about general public. I'm that's... talking about me knowing the other artists in my life, me yeah. knowing everybody else, and me just seeing other artists and like when they speak, they speak about blowing and yeah, like, that's what blowing like, is is being that no, that guy's sick. No, it's not even just that guy's sick. It's making a lot of money. A lot oh of yeah, people, a no lot of people don't even wanna have the fame but money money so it's like well the money well they don't don't. actually want the money they 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 don't actually want the fame sorry like so they they think they do they want it as 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 a whole because they look at that and they go and they go i want to be like that the fame comes with the money because journalists are allowed to do whatever they feel like so the fame is going to come with the money well the acclaim let's not call it fame the acclaim is going to come with the money mm. regardless because you are, you're an artist and a lot of people are buying into you. Mm. So let's figure out whether this person's personal philosophy is something that they you want other people to buy into. And that's just like the charge that people take mm. or like um, that's what you call journalistic integrity. It's like understanding a person and showing that person for who they are. Mm. And um, me, I know that like me wanting the best writing right and me caring about musicality so much so that i wouldn't make music because i don't understand how to write sheet music or something Mm. or i have to learn how to play an instrument or all of these like just like things that no artist thinks about Mm. like minimum minimum percent of artists think about so because I care about those things and because I care about music so much in that aspect or even just understanding history and like not saying you have to understand the whole history of music but when I was going to classical and was listening to jazz like just on those two like just understanding how are you going to grow this because it's not a genre anymore it's even more than that it's like it's like the ultimate influence Mm. it's like it's like when you're making art, it's just like the ultimate, like it's the ultimate mind changer. So it's like, how am I going to, how am I going to use my art to be the best or to have the best possible impact and pose the best possible things into the world? And a lot of people talk about having fun, going to parties, doing drugs or like just random things, heartbreak. And are you trying to write the best heartbreak song or is it because that sad songs are in, that is why you write sad songs? Mm. And that is my like that is my personal view. It's like, okay, are you really sad? Like, do you wanna be sad just like Amy Winehouse and Adele? So that um you have that image of that's what a artist sings like? Are you do it? doing drugs so that you can talk about your drug experience are you um are you smoking weed because that's what artists do they smoke weed like are you like what why are you doing the things that you're doing and like that's me being super self-critical and figuring out like it's like a lot like you know how a lot of people drink right and it's like they drink because they don't like the way that they're feeling or even Mm. they drink because that is just what you do like when mm. you're feeling emotional you drink or whatnot like <laughs> sounds like an drink. alcoholic <laughs> like like we like but i know and that's what a lot of people do and it's like that's and me it's like 
I to- like I totally move away from it that I like. I I heavily go into it. So like if I'm feeling sad in any way, one thing that I can say when I used to drink a lot or party a lot is like mm. if I was sad, I wasn't going out. If I had to do a lot of work and see that's what I, I really cared. That's about what work. I default to. I I I'm I'm the exact same. That's what I default to. Like now, like before back in the day, it was more of a whenever I'd go out, it was always a. It was always a fun, like, it was always because what was going on, what was out there, it was girls, it was being with the, being with your boys, doing some just mad shit, just, you know, just get, just, yeah. just have, being free. It wasn't necessarily to get away from anything. Because, like, for me, I've had a, like, there's, like, just been people around me who have struggled with addiction. And it's, like, it's so strange. Like, even with smoking, like, I, I, I have smoked, or I might have one here or there, but I've never... Yeah, got addicted to things like that, and same with alcohol. <laughs> like I've never, I've never been That's a big funny, drinker. Bro. Like yeah. even with drugs, like I've, I've tried some here, there. Like that, that, that's it. Like I'm not, I haven't got that kind of personality. Yeah. But I understand, like some people do really struggle with that, and it's interesting yeah, how I've, with I've yeah. had it so much around me, I like just from every people from it, within my family, <laughs> my friends uh, who struggle with that. It's crazy how like how how that's never happened to me but it's it's interesting it's interesting yeah i i feel like just like because if like from when from even apart from coffee now because that's the one thing that i'm most addicted to mm. that's like really annoyed me that i have to like that i drink coffee a lot well not a lot i drink one a day or two a day maybe mm. maximum but it's like or tea but it's like I look at it as an addiction because I just do it every day, and it does. And you know, you can say the same for work. Like you can call me a workaholic as well. But um, but but mm. but me being a workaholic now, I'm not. De- it's not detrimental to my. That's life. what I'm saying. It's like even but even with think, what would you class as an addiction? Would you would you class as an addiction as? Because I, I, I would class an addiction as, as a compulsion. As a compulsion that you can't stop. Because. It's it's Cause, yeah. It's a compulsion. I can't st- like. I can't stop working hard. Mm. Like I have, and if that and that compulsion can turn bad because I yeah. used to go to hospital because I was working a lot in it. Mm. So I guess so. So yeah, it's like it's like I had to. I had to understand. Okay, so these are my bounds, and this is how I work. So I had to understand the best performance in that, and from that I learned. I still work harder than. 99% of people mm. so like and then I grow I grew or should I say I'm growing comfortable in that so yeah like it's just me being me mm. and this is a lot of this is a very introspective conversation about just yourself and how you act, how you act in the world mm. but bringing it more to other people <laughs> it's when I think about going outside and like because like people say you are who you attract but I haven't seen a lot of that I haven't seen me attracting a lot of people that I am because I'm always the most hard working or the one that reads the most or like maybe I'm just like the maximum like imagination of a weirdo whereby when they say like it's not necessarily in terms of capacity it's just in terms of interest 
in I terms of I don't even attract people that are that have the same interests as me. I I barely attract people that have the same interests as me. Mm. Like there's like I can't I I well it's rare it's rare to find somebody like me and you me and one person can have um an inter like a thirty percent interaction level so or a twenty percent interaction level wherever it's like. I have their whole interest is 20% of my interest Mm -hmm. and that's usually enough for me to start a conversation and me to have like a normal relationship but it's like where where it's like I've not met someone that's like 70 or 90 Mm. of like not like you know when those numbers just exceed and it's like this person has to be your friend because you just think the same and stuff like that Mm. and it's like maybe two or three people that are like yeah one like near like near enough 100 percent where it's like you have like we have to be friends yeah i'd say i'm the same i'd say i'm the same i've had it when i was younger but i think as i've grown up it's like kind of it's it's changed and like where i'm at right now i think it's harder as you get older and this is kind of what i was saying before is like as you get older it's it's even harder to find friends like that because you have more of a solid idea of who you are but I, I know a lot of people that are just like all they want to do like because because I think maybe it's because I do have a personal philosophy so early and I do have a world philosophy so early and I do have an economic philosophy so early that it's like I have exact amounts so like people like a lot of people our age are just doing things in it it's mm. like they're doing this thing over there they're trying to make money they don't understand how to make money well the people that are artists I should mm. say the people that I know who are artists don't know how to make money. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to sell a product. They don't know how to manage other artists to sell a product. And I like, <laughs> and that, and that, like, that is, I don't know. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it's just like, artists just don't know how to make money. And that's just normal, isn't it? But artists have influence. They have power in influence, right? Mm-hmm. So... They, wait, what was I saying, fam? I lost my. You time. was talk. We was talking about what <laughs> we was talking about. Um, find making friends and f- uh, it's it's harder as you get older. And you were saying about you've got a personal philosophy. Early. Oh yeah, maybe it's because of all of that stuff. It's like, like, cause I don't know any. I don't know. Do I not know any? I know artists that want to make money, but I don't know artists that have an economic philosophy. I don't know how artists think about taxes. Like, do you think about fifty percent of what you earn, like near seventy percent of what you earn, goes to the government mm. beyond a certain amount? Do like do you do you have those understanding of those figures in your mind? Like, are you creating? Do you have uh, the right people around you to even like have a stable infrastructure? Yeah, just have a just have a stable. Um, solo career mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it's a career and you have to create you have to find people to be around and it's like you have to understand that it's like you need people that want to help you and do you have those people skills mm. like and um yeah like I, I just i just think about that it and it's like me that like as an artist i know that i can do it myself but i don't need to do oh i don't want to do it myself I can do everything myself. That's cool. That's cute. Like, that is the cutest thing ever. It's like being able to do it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
and people think of it as a massive hurrah, but it's like it's not. It's, it's like, not that great. Yeah. It's like you know, because <laughs> yeah. things can always be done better, easier, and and with more fun and with more meaning when there's more people in there, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, crazy man. I it's, think yeah. Yeah, it's like building like yeah, like I said, like um, it's having the right partners around you and mm. yeah, who do you want around you in it? Do you think they've got they don't have to be similar to you at all, do they? It, in fact in fact the the more different you are but I still be able to relate the better it is. Um they have to have a direct philosophy to be mm. around me. So it's like do you want to ha- make money from me or do you want us to, to make, make money, money together the world? Yeah. So yeah, it's like we have to we have to understand that yo, your money doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from me paying you. It mm. comes from um the world so we go out and get it together so you have to come with ideas you have to come with creativity you have to come with ingenuity you have to come with all of these things before you even strike the conversation of like money so you have to like yeah like you have to know how to make your own money by yourself but you just need um a product and that product is your eyes Mm. and with that you know okay these are the type of ideas that i can do with this artist or this pro- like you look at your the artist as a product and it's like okay they make this type of thing so we can go to this this and this station and um go to these venues that like artists that look like that and these meet meetups and stuff and the right that like just having that understanding it's like you don't need to always do a gig you just have to always be in the right place. Place at the right. Mm. So it's like, it's like it's not all because yeah, ninety percent of being an artist it ain't about the music. It's about who you are and why you're out here in the first place. So yeah, mm. it's like that. Well, that's that's about management, and that's my management philosophy. I so yeah, you say that, but but that's when you say when you're saying because I remember if it was wasn't last episode it was the episode before like an artist. Well, you were saying when you when you decide to work with an artist, that artist has got to just be an artist. They've got to be willing to be an artist and and work with me on the vision that that I've I've yeah. formulated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when when you say that, you mean it's kind of like just put your heart and soul into what you do. Yeah. You have to be able to make and you have to be able to create and you have to know that you have to know that you're yeah you're an everything but that's not to say what do you what do you mean by that like you you make content like you have you're to know, an everything yeah you, you you're a writer you're um you're able to produce your own sound you're able to do you have to be able to know what your things are mm. you have to be able to know okay you have to speak a right way you have to care that you you're creative or if you're an artist you know that you can pretty much do anything you can but your vehicle or the tip of your spear is um, music and in that because it doesn't need to be um, a musician it can be a writer and in that same regard it's like what type of music would you play at your event if you're right on? And, um, you know, those type of things. So you have to care about, okay, so who who would you be working with? And it's like, 
those people don't need to be your friends they just want to be able to work with you so you have to be personable right and you have to have your personality out there so that people know that they can come to you Mm -hmm. so yeah it's like like i've got an okay management style and it's worked on me and it can work on other people so how does that but how does that as you're saying being an artist how does that separate from the aspects of management that are obviously you've got the the solid things like being able to understand how to go about booking shows um booking tours and um getting as you're saying getting yourself to the right places the events the spaces on the festival circuits the collaborations that you're doing and doing those things in the right way like how does that separate from the philosophy of being an artist and how you bring and the way you as the artist are involved in those aspects like what do you think is that in your mind philosophically what is the best approach for an artist to be involved in that Oh uh, well, well, are those two different questions now? I feel like that was two different questions now. Um, wait. So me. Well, yeah. Okay. For what, however you've seen the table, it. Yeah. Uh, how, wait. How does that separate from being an right, artist? Right. Okay. My essential question is: so an artist, like you say, you want the artist to just be an artist. Yeah. But their involvement in the size of management, there, there's sort of lines where, as an artist, you want to have like how much control you have oh, over yeah. those aspects like, yeah, yeah, seeps yeah, yeah, into yeah, your yeah, artistry yeah, yeah. so so philosophically yeah. <laughs> where are you saying you draw in the line as manager yeah you have, to to, you have to be able to trust your management mm. you have to be able to trust your management you can't micromanage mm. yourself if you're able to manage yourself then you'd manage yourself right and you wouldn't even need one yeah you yeah mm. and but the thing is you can't manage yourself end of the day unless you just want all the money for yourself and um it's not about really um having a hot it's not really about um having the best career it's about having making the most money by yourself and you know a lot of artists like there's artists that do that that say they're their own management there's there's a lot of people out there that even say they're their own management but it's like being your own management is just inefficient mostly mm. like just just on a pure economic basis because being a management manager is about economics mm. it's about understanding how, how can you maximize this artist profits mm. it's not about having um the best philosophy or having the best influence it's like staying out of the artist way let them create their content that their everything okay. and you focus on putting this artist through the right channel so that you can stir up the pot so that they can be their best selves and mm-hmm. be in the best right place at the right time then mm-hmm. it's like if you want to say oh you want to be here you want to be there but it's like like let's say you've got a okay artist maybe sixty thousand followers or something like that and they say oh, i want to be on the breakfast club like that is not your level yet love it's mm-hmm. like you can't just be on the breakfast club or you want to talk to chucky online a more local example it's like or you want to sp- go on the folk for the culture podcast it's like those aren't your channels fam it's like it's like um or if you're a singer and you're talking about being around um grandmas or going to an eskimo dance or going to a radio um set it's like you gotta think how are you relating like is that actually is there yeah. context there for that yeah. to actually work it's, yeah does that because it's not sense? that that can't be 
the case like you can do that but but, but how do you, how does it fit how yeah, do, that, is that actually adding to is it part it, not about adding is it part of your story yeah that time management is terrible mm. like thinking about going to, like go like there's this one thing that patrick Brett david said it's like um a real grandmaster knows about 14 moves ahead in chess in it it's like mm. it's like 11 to 15 moves ahead in it and it's like some people want to do move 14 that move two and then it collapses it's like you know people that shoot like want to shoot for the moon and do the most like they want to they want to be like i'm changing my whole thing and my whole and they're reared up they're geared up and then on the third day they flop mm. and that's because you emotionally was not ready to do that much work you gotta be emotionally ready to do that much work. How 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 would you be emotionally ready though? Like, well, because when you say because because that gets into a topic and into a discussion about like, okay, so you've got to have your goal in mind, and you've got to a you've got to perceive and have the confidence that you can do yeah as listen. much as possible. <laughs> but then you need to know what. Okay, let me. So, let so me, is let it me okay? Let, this let is me. The reason why I did my book. This is this is the reason. Like, I wrote about three or four books before the book that I released. Mm. At least, like, just in number of words, words concentrated that I have wrote to be for the public. Mm. Like, I've wrote at least three or four of them, maybe in the past year, but before then. I've wrote stories after stories after stories of like thousands of words talking about emotional emotions, thoughts and all of these things. And I have many books that journal experience, mm -hmm. right? So if I've got many books that journal experience along with the organized knowledge of writing essays and dissertations, then the me being able to write a book is all right like i have learned um i've learned 3d design and i learned that for years before i'd done the cover of my book mm -hmm. it's like i knew what i needed to do like i can't suddenly open a program and say i want to create that pr that product that cover without having done bare things prior to that like i needed to do work I needed to learn like when like remember when I was talking about all the things like just learning performance like when when we talk about performance like a lot of people talk about it in sport but when we're talking about working and working as an artist it's like I've done 30 day challenges 20 like 90 day challenges all of these things like just putting out work for the past three years mm -hmm. of like maybe even just drawings but just understanding I can do this much work in this much time mm -hmm. and before i done my book release which was like a 20 day span or whatnot or even prime night mm. like that i'm doing right now still it's like i've done i've done things like this before mm. i've done like i've done it before and that and if i said i wanted to do this th everything that i've done this year four years ago it'd be a flop it a hundred percent be a flop 
mm-hmm. because I didn't have the emotional wherewithal to handle everything that I would be doing this year. Mm. I needed that preparation for all of those things that I did before. I couldn't just leave uni and say, I want to write a book about this and that. That would have flopped. That wouldn't have been good for nobody. Mm. That wouldn't have had the right essence at all. Mm. So I had to understand myself and make sure that, yo, before I start even saying things as an artist and putting stuff into the world, can I understand myself first? Mm. And because I understood all of that stuff, then I was able to give of myself. And now I'm able to constantly give of myself. Like, I haven't slowed down once this year. Mm. Like, now like now this year is um, as a testament to, like, be able to organise more thoughts and more... and challenge myself more for, I don't know, for next year and the year after and just creating better product. Mm. But to even think that I could or I would attempt to do this prior... Mm. it would have been a it would have been a laugh like i'd i'd have i'd have put myself in the crosshairs of danger so mm. it's like when you're on arts and saying oh i want to do this and i want to do that like imagine you haven't performed in front of 50 people mm. but you try to go on you, stage in front of a thousand it's gonna be ridiculous for you mm. like <laughs> like yeah, you haven't true. you haven't put in no work for that like there are some anomalies in the world that don't mm. even they don't even map on the graph so you don't count people that don't map mm. but when you know it's not like I, like 100 i could have made that book cover four years ago but that's as far as it goes Cause, yeah yeah because that's that's the work you'd put in for that aspect yeah do you know what yeah because I, I put in I, this, I put in the chat as well state of mind and the grind and strengths and weaknesses go on then so I think this is a good yeah. point to talk about this. Um, it's so interesting because I think that's one thing I've always um, tackled with. And I think in society and in the, in the way people post on Instagram, like with their memes and their quotes and all this stuff, there's this thing of like, go hard, dream big, do all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And though that is one part of the whole story, it's kind of like it's true what you're saying it's something that i'm learning and going through right now is about actually yeah it's cool for you to be able to say you can do this big idea and thing yeah but can you actually do it yeah and um going down to the first steps of what you're doing can you for example right now can you do the first chapter can you create that first storyline can you can you make something can you make the first part of that thing that you want to do as a whole can you make that first song can you make that first art piece that 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 speaks to what it is that you're trying to do and can you do you have confidence you can recreate that thing exactly and it's like it's yeah it's 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 having it's having the strength of mind this is what i've been going through to like sort of humble yourself yeah realize that you may not be able to gloat and boast and feel that you're king of the hill or whatever and you can't um you're not going to be able to do all that and and 
feel like you're doing this big massive thing necessarily but what will actually happen is you'll have an understanding of what it is you're doing mm. it's like the sophomore slump or the second single or that's when it all like, goes yeah it's, it's that's like, when it goes wrong it's like yeah like and what and like, you think that's why i was saying like about oh, i just wanted to hit a lick like they were they're not thinking about how much like the amount of work that they're putting out is it equaling exactly what you want to put uh, out there i get what you mean when you stuff. say they don't want to necessarily be the guy because if they wanted to be the guy they would understand there's more that yeah, goes into that like, but 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 that's yeah. what but i i say when i say they want to be the guy i don't mean like they want to be the actual guy i'm talking about they want to be perceived as the guy okay you yeah, get what yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'll get like that. Now I'll get that. when they 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 don't actually want to be that person they yeah. they go they look at that and go this person does this has this yeah, does this so i've like got to exactly way. you get what i'm saying yeah, it's the perception, perception. <laughs> they want their perception to be mm. like just madder than everything that they are like. but that's that's why everything is like and and right now i realize how i feel now is everything's like a little decision like everything, every step that you're going through when you're in like places at, at that very sort of formative stage of your creations or your ideas or just life in general when you're at this formative stage. And it's so weird because like, and this is this is a problem that I've, I've faced with everything I've made. I've, I've I've gone through that exact thing. I've seen these things. I've I've got this vibe and this idea in my head of exactly this sick thing I want to create. But instead of going back and making the 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 uh, the rudimentary version of this idea, or just take stripping it back to the basics and actually understand that thing like i remember do you know how many comics were when i was here's a prime example when i was in year nine i started making my own comic books mm -hmm. right and the amount i've probably had five massive huge big ideas that i've started created and i probably got to like the 10th page mm -hmm. and stopped because of how big i imagine these things to be i'd created these whole worlds these whole ideas i designed different characters and Definitely. instead of going do you know what i'm going to make a 10 page chapter yeah like a, a pilot mm -hmm. and make that as best as i possibly can mm. instead mm. of doing that i'm like i want to have five chapters i want to have you get what i'm saying like open it up I, i've got all these characters i've got these overarching storylines it's so crazy how it's it's actually commendable how creative I was because I did at that age I was thinking of different storylines like yeah. how these characters how their arcs well. clashed yeah. what these uh you know what I'm saying like yeah. and but but the biggest problem was and it perpetuated even till today is that the performance aspect you get what I'm saying like the stripped down version of just ju of of truly truly humbling yourself and making it about the idea and what you're offering and what you're ha actually trying to understand that thing yeah. as opposed to just creating the thing so yeah, it can be good it, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's the it's the whole perception thing isn't it yeah like <laughs> yeah i can't i can't really yeah it's, it's mad yes it's mad it's mad
Yeah, we'll stop there. Oh no. Should we? Should we? Well, we're at thirty-five. Well, yeah, I guess we didn't do that last um, segment. No, that's fine, man. That's fine. Um, yeah, cool. Thanks for listening once again. That's episode eighteen of the Culture and Camaraderie podcast with your boy Tiverius and NY Typical. Yeah, LAX underscore ERA for your production needs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sick I am at branding. Anyways, <laughs> peace, peace, blessings, and salutations, bro. Love. Oh, yeah, 28th of November. This has been the Culture and Commander podcast.